Hi, welcome to the Inspired Painter Podcast. My name is Jessica Libor, and I am a Philadelphia-based artist, curator, and art professor, as well as artist coach. In this podcast, I cover topics vital to the success of emerging and established artists, like inspiration, mindset, art business relationships, and artist career strategy. You'll also hear interviews from art world luminaries who share their wisdom. My goal for this podcast is for you to feel encouraged, inspired, and in control of your art career, and to help you become the best artist that you can be. Hello, Jen. I'm so excited to see you here today. Oh, thank you. It's wonderful to be here. Yes, yes, so exciting. Um, so um, I am here with Jen Campbell, and she is a branding specialist, and she has a lot of experience with that. And um, she's here today to speak directly to artists, to visual creatives, about how personal branding can help you, what personal branding is, and how that even applies to like your art career. Because um, after talking to her, it's clear that like we all are personally branding ourselves. It's just that some of us are like not doing it on purpose. And so <laughs> we may like um, be branding ourselves in a way that we don't actually want to be branding ourselves. So um, so yeah, I'm excited to have Jen here. So um, where are you calling in from today, Jen? I live in the beautiful mountain resort community of McCall, Idaho. And there's less than 3000 year round residents that live here. Um, so there's like no McDonald's, no Walmart, no mall or anything like that. It's wow. two hours away um, from Boise and the nearest uh, pretty much civilization. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely beautiful. Mm, wow. It, and I don't know much about Idaho. So like, what's like the weather like there? Well, I live, I pretty much live in a snow globe eight months out of the year because oh. I have two major ski resorts within okay. um, 15 minutes, either direction of my house. Mm -hmm. uh, so most of the year it's like that. And in the summer it is bright and sunny and mm -hmm. we've got two major lakes and streams, oh, that's nice. hiking, camping, fishing. It's an outdoor recreation paradise, basically. Mm -hmm. So lots of ponderosa pine trees like they have in California. Okay. Gorgeous. Oh, wonderful. I just did a painting. I don't know if you can see it behind me. Oh, I can. It's, yes. Yeah. It's, um, it's of, it's of a pine forest, but yes. um, yeah, I, I love hiking and uh, being outside. Do you get to do a lot of outdoor? Activities? I do. I yeah. do. And uh, that's part of the reason why I love living here. I didn't used to be an outdoorsy person at all. Mm -hmm. Like I was the girl that didn't even like girls camp because mm -hmm. one, because there were no boys there. And two, <laughs> I, you know, I, I brought my little caboodle with all of my makeup and yeah. I would my face up every day and make sure that my outfit was all coordinated and my nails were mm -hmm. painted and everything. And last summer, um, I have four boys. The oldest three are triplets. Wow. And yeah. They started high school this year. And so the summer before I'm like, okay, we need to take a mother son adventure. Mm -hmm. So I took them up, um, to a higher elevation. I'm at 5,000 feet, but we went up to like 6,300 feet and we wow. did a backpacking adventure for three days and two nights, this little tiny lake with no other people there. Um, like dig a hole to use the restroom. You pack your tent and all your oh my goodness. That's hardcore. amazing. Yeah. Like hardcore. Yeah. And I, I never would have done that before, but it's just a testament to how your personal brand and who you are, it changes over time with mm -hmm. your experiences. And I had an absolutely marvelous time. They're on their way to getting um, their Eagle Scout 
mm-hmm. um, rank right now with the scouting program. Mm-hmm. And they told me last summer after we did that, that that is the best camping trip that they've ever been on. Oh, that's so sweet. And, and that's amazing. Like to go from, you know, the girl who would just like, who need to have her nails done every day to yes. someone who's like willing to like lead a three-day wilderness trip. That's amazing. Right. Oh, no, thanks. And then, and then before I moved here, I mean, I used to live, well, I, it's civilization now, but I used to live, um, you know, less than five minutes away from every major store or big box thing, mm-hmm. a mall, anything that you could want right next to the, the freeway and everything. I never thought I'd live in a small town. I thought I have too big of a personality for a small town. Right. And that was part of what really led me into my journey as a personal brand strategist. Hmm. I felt like I was living in this small community and people were like, this is Jen, the triplet mom. Mm-hmm. This is Jen Craig's wife. Mm-hmm. This is um, Jen who um, goes to church on Sundays, mm-hmm. but they, I felt like I was mislabeled. I felt mm-hmm. like everyone had branded me as a certain type of person. And they didn't really know who I was at my core. Mm-hmm. And so I spent the year before I turned 40 facing my 40 fears mm-hmm. and blogging it and really defined who I was as a person, like mm-hmm. um, what I loved about myself and how I wanted to be labeled. And that led me into um, using social media to be able to influence millions of people around the world through my personal brand. Yeah, that's amazing. So do you mind sharing like some of those things that you love about yourself? Oh my gosh, I would love to. Yeah. One of the things that, um, well, I I recommend that everyone finds three to five key words that Mm -hmm. really define who they are as a person. Mm -hmm. And and usually those things um, you can ask, your friends, your family, what they would say, but really think about it first, because sometimes there's a disconnect between how other people see you and how you see yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially, and I'll just add this. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do it. Um, but I've seen that like other people may see you in the way that you were and that maybe, uh, when you start to really recognize who you truly are, then you start to live more authentically they still see you from like that residue of your old you. And, and so the way that you define yourself now after doing this inner work may be different and it may take them some time for, for other people to see you differently, but it all starts with seeing yourself differently. Oh, Jessica, that's exactly it. Yeah. My my, my tagline for my business is brand you before others do. Oh my goodness. I love it. And, and, and I define personal branding because everyone defines it differently. It's how you see yourself, how others see you mm-hmm. and how you want to be seen. Mm. So my job as a personal brand strategist is to align how you see yourself and how others see you with really how you truly want to be seen and mm. how you want to brand yourself yeah. and to do it in a way that you can um, fulfill your purpose and your mission. Uh, mm-hmm. Like one of mine is I, I love to teach uplift encourage and inspire others. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I get to do. And I, and I can impact, I am not tied to my geographical area. Mm-hmm. It's not just my 3000 um, person two stoplight town that I live in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can, I can interact with people all over the world. Mm-hmm. And I have been able to do that. And, and just like artists, they can do that with promoting who they are and selling their art to people all over the world. Absolutely. And so you work with, um, you work with companies and individuals, right? I specialize in personal branding. So mm-hmm. I primarily work with the person. Okay. And a lot of times when you think about personal branding, the first, first thing that might come to your mind is logos or fonts or things like that, that are like a visual representation, but really I focus on the person 
in the personal brand mm. and what their story is and really work to say, okay, who are you? Mm. What makes you unique, powerful? What are some of the things that you've overcome to really define who you are? Yeah. And, and especially if it was an artist, what inspires you to create, right? You know, what's your process and everything. And then I help them tell that story and give them the strategy to be able to do that and, and recommendations about what social media platforms, which colors, fonts, logos. I don't design those things. Mm -hmm. I have other people I recommend them to, but having someone that has the overall vision and strategy. So they have that clarity about where mm -hmm. they can move forward and the steps to take really helps my clients a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And I could see how, um, even if like, let's say that you were working with the personal brand of someone who was a CEO of a company yes like that definitely um, how that could translate into the company culture eventually oh it does that's yeah. their founder story mm -hmm. and I, I worked for Starbucks coffee company for a number of years mm. and uh like eight and a half and I absolutely loved that and a lot of times if you know about Starbucks you might think of Howard Sch Schultz and what his story was to be able to start uh, Starbucks and how he went to Italy and he loved the environments of the cafe and yeah. he wanted to create that, what he calls a third place between work, home and school, where people could really gather as a community and connect. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so his vision of what, you know, a coffee house was, is something that's been translated, not just for a major corporation like Starbucks, but all the mom and pop stores that have right. been exposed to what espresso is all over the country and all over the world now because of his vision. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Amazing. You know his story and you know his person. Right. Right. And, and I could see how as an artist, like really thoroughly, thoroughly knowing your story, your vision and who you are as a person will directly translate into how successful you are in your career because heck yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. Like there's so many people that are artists, mm -hmm. a lot of them, um, some of the most talented people are people that you've never heard of. Mm -hmm. To me, that is, is a tragedy. Mm -hmm. tragedy. And when I was thinking um, before I knew that we were going to have this conversation, I thought, okay, so who are some of the famous artists that come to the top of my mind when I think about who they are and what do I know about them? Mm -hmm. And if you were to ask the general public, probably one of the first people they'd say is Vincent Van Gogh. Mm -hmm. He's the dude that cut off his ears. Yeah. He made Starry Night. <laughs> Right. You know, there's yeah. a whole song that is made about like Starry Night and everything like that and how he's unappreciated as an artist. Mm -hmm. Dude was poor. Mm -hmm. Okay. He, his paintings sell from, for some of the most money of any uh, fine art paintings. Mm -hmm. And he wasn't able to enjoy that financial success yeah. during his lifetime. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's a tragedy. Mm -hmm. And, and if I think about some of the ar other artists that I know um, throughout history that had more, um, name recognition and everything, their story mm -hmm. and the way that they built a personal brand mm -hmm. is what helped them be successful in their business because they weren't necessarily the most technically skilled artists. Right. I'm thinking of Picasso, actually. He was one of the people that yeah. came to my mind next. Yeah. You think of him with Guernica and how he made a political statement about what was happening in Spain that influenced things. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily the greatest artist but right. he knew how to personally brand. Andy Warhol used things with like pop culture and, and reprinted, like he didn't design the Campbell soup label. Mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. And I, that, I've got a soft spot for that being Jen Campbell, but you know, Campbell <laughs> soup labels, yes. but he was connected to people. It was his personal brand that he built with his network of people in New York mm -hmm. because people loved him and they knew his story. Yes. More people bought yeah, his he's, a, he's definitely an interesting character. 
Um, yeah, there's there's a couple books about him. I recently learned he was like the victim of an attack. He was like shot by like a stalker. Really? Did you know that? Really? No, yeah. I didn't. Yeah, and um, he had like a hard time creating afterwards. But yeah, he had a stalker who shot him um, oh in his studio. And I was like, oh my goodness, I, I'd never heard of this before. And there's like a whole book about it, but, um, but it's pretty interesting. Anyway, off topic, but he is a great example of a personal brand though, because when yes. you think of Andy Warhol, you think of like, you know, him with like his glasses and like mm-hmm. his like, blonde hair. And yes. Always like dressed debonair, and um, he he definitely had his own like personal he had a style. Look. Yes, yeah. he built a look with everything um, about the way that he looked. Whenever mm-hmm. he made um, appearances, press releases, the the type of art he um, created was consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, so people could look at that and say, "Oh my gosh, I know that that's an Andy Warhol print." Right, right, and, and or yeah. or see him, and he was visibly recognized as a public figure. Mm-hmm. For what? Because he be, he built a very strong personal brand, and whether it was him or his marketing people, he was marketed very well to be able to be financially successful. This episode is sponsored by the Luminary Artist Academy. The Luminary Artist Academy is a six-month, self-paced, transformational course for contemporary realist feminine artists to blossom into the higher level of professional success from the inside out. The Luminary Artist Academy was written for you. As an artist myself, who has been through the dark night of my own soul and through the thickets of my own limiting beliefs, in order to come out on the other side, I feel the struggle and I know where you are. I know the desires that you feel and the frustration at feeling like they are out of reach. And I have discovered the keys to unlocking your own potential and totally transforming the reality of your creative practice and your experience as an artist in a very short time after doing it myself. And I wrote the Luminary Artist Academy to share this process with you. So the Luminary Artist Academy is a comprehensive, detailed, step-by-step course that takes you on an odyssey through the inner chambers of your heart and soul to your creative practice and out into the world where you shine your confident feminine light as a luminary in your field. This course supports you every single step of the way to guide you into stepping into your highest version of yourself within your artistic career and your life. Don't let another year go by just thinking about it and without taking action. Being in limbo, saying next time or I'll do it later, is the reason why you feel like you're spinning your wheels and staying stuck. By doing the same things in the same way, you'll likely be in the same place you are now, six months from now, if you don't take action. Take the first steps today to believe in a different future for yourself. The gallery shows, press celebrating your work, and sales pouring in from your art is what you know you are meant for and what you ultimately deserve. Your most aligned artistic career is waiting for you. It's time to believe in yourself and value your dreams. I believe in you. Explore the course via the link in the show notes or at www.thevisionaryartistsalon.com. Yeah, and you know, you know, it's interesting because 
I feel like a lot of artists would be like, well, I don't know if anyone's going to buy this. This is just like, I'm just reprinting like an ad, you know, the Campbell soup ad or whatever, yeah. but he did it because he loved it. And he, I, I've seen like interviews where he's like, I just think it's really beautiful. And, mm-hmm. um, and he like was really drawn to it. Yes. And, um, and I think that a downfall with a lot of artists is that they actually don't paint what they truly love. They paint what they are told is art. They paint what, um, or they paint what they feel like people will buy. People will pay for what they find value in. Mm-hmm. I say that one more time because this is, I t- remind myself this all the time. People mm-hmm. will pay for what they find value in. Mm-hmm. Whether it's art or someone like me as a strategist with whatever I'm charging for my services, they'll pay it mm-hmm. and, and, and they'll do it for a luxury brand. Like, um, I saw an ad recently, Gucci has new, um, jellies sandals out, which mm-hmm. are a little plastic shoe mm-hmm. that probably cost a dollar 50 to be able to create. And they're selling them. They were selling them for $479 a pair. Mm-hmm. And, you know, growing up, I bought a pair and they were like $4 at the Walmart. Mm-hmm. They sold out. They wow. sold out because people found value in it and they know the established brand name. It doesn't mean the quality is necessarily better even, but mm-hmm. they want to be associated with that luxury brand. And that's something that artists can be able to recognize what other people are doing in industries that aren't necessarily their own to be yeah. able to use in their business. Absolutely. And in your experience, what are some of like the markers of a luxury brand? Ooh, that's a great question. Yeah. I, um, I'm a total marketing nerd, but that's my job. So I love it. And I love learning about all sorts of different in- industries, yeah. what inspires people to buy, you know, how they connect with things because it's totally fascinating. It is totally um, fascinating. And yeah. I worked for, I worked for Christian Dior for 10 years. Oh, really? Really? That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. So, um, like the, 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 um, the makeup mm-hmm. and the perfume. So, um, I have my own thoughts about luxury, right. brands, but I'm interested to hear I get, yours. I get it. I subscribe to a, n- a newsletter mm-hmm. about uh, the luxury brand industry. And this is a fascinating thing because you think pandemic and before, um, you know, a few years before that recession, Mm. luxury brands are booming. Mm -hmm. People are spending even more money for that because they see the value in the name recognition. And there's some luxury brands that have done better than others, but it's how they position themselves in the marketplace and how quickly they've been able to move digitally. Mm. And there's some that have an experience that's really virtual where you can have like your image and get a 360 view of what a product mm-hmm. looks like or what you look like, or that they had, um, you know, during lockdown periods that they had um, a person that would virtually meet with you to help you select different items. Mm-hmm. But people spent a lot of money and, and they're, um, the way the industry is trending is to be highly personalized and specialized. Mm-hmm. So, and, and that's translatable to art because the pieces are unique and individual yeah. and people want something um, that is bespoke, yes. something that they can't Special. get anywhere else, mm-hmm. but they appreciate it, not for what it is, it's mm-hmm. for how it makes them feel yeah. and the story that is behind it. Right. Yes. And um, yeah, absolutely. And art is really special, especially original art, because mm-hmm. um, it's one of like the last holdouts of like it's truly not mass produced, you know, like, especially if like there's one artist and they are creating their work, you know, with their own two hands and, um, you know, every brushstroke that you make is like made by somebody and that you don't get any more specialized than that, you know? No, no. Um, at the same time, digital art and NFTs went sold for $368 million. 
Yeah. And it's digital art, which is like a whole other thing. And you can make it, it is a whole other thing. I have yeah. not, I have not even, I've looked into it a little bit, but that's like a whole nother topic. Oh yeah. 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 It's, it's, yeah. it is. And it's, and it's fascinating though, because regardless of what medium it is, whether it's sculpture, whether it's paint, whether it's digital art, photography, anything, um, even uh, something like architecture, mm-hmm. it's whether or not uh, the consumer or the client or the customer connects with that piece mm-hmm. and what kind of emotion that it evokes, mm-hmm. if it triggers certain memories of things and you know, just what kind of feeling that it mm-hmm. resonates with them. I mean, it doesn't always have to be something that brings them joy. Right, right. It can just you know? be something that has some sort of a meaning to them. Yeah. It's powerful. It's emotional. And that's what connects with people. And when people connect with something, they'll buy it. Right. Yes. You know, and a lot of artists I know, um, they struggle. And, you know, there's that whole stereotype of the struggling artist. You don't need to struggle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Money is a tool to allow you to spend your time doing more of what you love. Mm-hmm. And if you're getting paid to be a professional artist and live the quality of life that you want to, mm-hmm. and not have to do the Monday through Friday side gig hustle to be able to support right. yourself, that's a blessing. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It totally is. That brings me, me joy. That's what I get to do around my business. You can mm-hmm. build the quality of life that you want around the work that you do. Yeah. And I know that we were going to talk today about um, building an online uh, brand and some yes. strategies that you had, some ideas you had for artists to build their brand online. So I'm curious what uh, what you would like to recommend. Yeah. So first of all, it starts with your personal brand and you as a person. Mm-hmm. And social media is the number one way that you can access people all over the world. Mm-hmm. It is a free platform that you can share who you are with other people. This is the thing. You can have a business Facebook page and a personal Facebook page. You can have a business Instagram account and a personal one, you know, and they're all owned by Meta. So it's the same company, Um, even TikTok, whatever it is that you do, but it's how you position it. And whatever you do personally on your personal thing still impacts your business because it's you. And as an artist, it's even more important or a coach or consultant or strategist, anything that you do where it's you as Mm -hmm. a primary founder of a company. Mm-hmm. Your personal brand and what you post on your personal page can either help reinforce what it is that you do and who you are and your values, mm-hmm. or it can totally damage and hurt your brand. People will brand you before you do. Others do. That's what you want yes. to do. Yeah. So um, you want to know a tip? Yeah, sure. Okay. The first <laughs> thing. All right. This is, this is my pet peeve. All right. You're not a cat. Mm-hmm. So if your profile picture is a picture of a cat or a sports <laughs> team or a logo or something else, change yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And make sure it's a picture of how you look now. Mm-hmm. And it really shows you like your face and who you are as a person, not mm-hmm. the you like 10 years and 20 pounds ago, but how you look now mm-hmm. so that I could actually recognize you at the grocery store. If I ran into you, right. Because both of those things have happened to me. Mm-hmm. I ran into someone I knew from high school at the grocery store and she was like in the wine aisle, but I didn't even know it was her because her pictures were so filtered and and, and photoshopped. And I didn't know until I had gone on there. She's like, Oh, I went to the Fred Meyer today. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, that was her. Oh, wow. And I've met a lady at a conference. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, Oh, I've, I've read your blog. And Oh my gosh, Jen, you're fantastic. I talked to her for like 10 minutes. And then I turned to someone next to me. I'm like, I have no idea who that person is. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Oh, and she said the name. And I was like, scrolled her like profile real quick on Facebook to be like, okay, who is she? I'm friends with her. Lots of interaction. Her picture was a picture of a cat. So oh. I didn't know what she looked like. Oh, wow. And, yeah. 
And I know mm-hmm. it's sometimes it's hard for us to um, embrace our physical bodies. Mm-hmm. There might be things that we feel self-conscious about, or maybe it's not the physical us that we aspire to be. Mm -hmm. But even when I weighed um, 120 pounds more than I do right now, Mm -hmm. I'm authentic. And Mm -hmm. I put a picture, this is what I look like. This is who I am. Mm -hmm. Um, Because that's part of who you are. It doesn't necessarily define you with your physical appearance, but it is a part of who you are. Yeah. And by the way, congrats for having triplets. That's like, that's that's amazing. I I couldn't imagine. (laughs) I couldn't either until I did. And I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm all in now. And, and, and I've got four boys too. I mean, we went back for another one after we had the triplets yeah. too. So I, I love it. It's, yeah. it's something that's unique and different. And mm-hmm. yeah, I've, I've actually never, I, I've never met anyone with triplets before. So um, that's oh my gosh. <laughs> I have to tell you like side note. So I live, you know, in McCall, Idaho, 3000 people year round. My boys are 14 and freshmen in high school in their same class, which is only like 125 people because it's super small. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a set of quads. So quadruplets and two sets of twins. Wait, there must be something in the water there. No, none of us lived here before, but we all moved here. Oh, weird. I know, right? And so, you know, it's just, I don't know what it is in the air that attracts people here, um, but yeah. it's absolutely fascinating to me because, you know, quadruplets are even more rare than triplets, but still yeah. it's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. That's so cool. Okay. So that's a great tip, um, to have your, you know, a recent photo of yourself as your poker yes. picture so yes. that people can like notice you and, um, they remember yeah. you people connect yeah. with faces. Mm-hmm. And, um, one of my other tips is that you make sure it's a consistent picture everywhere. Mm-hmm. So oh, on mine, okay. Yes. On mine, I have, um, the same, you know, I have a professional headshot and it's got, you know, my red lips because I, part of my personal brand is that I'm always wearing red lipstick or a pop of red color and something that I'm wearing so that it reinforces my personal brand. And one of my mm-hmm. words is bold, right? Yeah. So that's why it's red. Anyway, um, I use the same headshot. I have one for my business, um, one for my personal page and it's a different, it's the same photo shoot, mm-hmm. um, but a different angle or whatever, but it's still me. Right. So when people see my picture on LinkedIn, when they see it on TikTok, when they see it on Instagram, wherever they see it, Facebook, business, personal, they remember me. They see me right. when I'm making a com- Every time you make a comment on social media, your picture pops up. Right. It you're reinforces right. who you are. They see your face. They know you like you and trust you that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's such a good, good idea. Now, do you recommend that it be a smiling picture or just, or more serious and pleasant or, oh my gosh. That is a fantastic question. So it wants to really, <laughs> I go back and forth too. Yes. Do I want to be taken very seriously or do I want to be friendly and approachable? Well, how's your personality? Well, that's the core. That's the core. Depends on the day. <laughs> no, no. I I'll tell you because mm-hmm. I Googled you Oh, before I even, um, you know, went through a connection service to, you know, for, for podcasting and said, okay, this is someone I want to connect with. Mm -hmm. I love the audience that she's speaking to. I want to be able to speak to them as well. Mm -hmm. I Googled you and that's what people do. They check you out online. I saw that, you know, your website and the light airy colors and, you know, the, the, the pink and it's really uplifting and positive and, you know, and it's consistent. Yeah. And you've got a smile on there. And so yeah. I, that's, that's what I would recommend that it's consistent across there. And yes, smile, people mm-hmm. connect with smiles more often. Don't wear sunglasses. Mm-hmm. It makes you untrustworthy. Uh, mm-hmm. And you want it to have a clear picture of your face. So you don't necessarily want to have, you know, something covering one eye, mm-hmm. you know, you want to be looking. Um, and if you look straight at the camera, mm-hmm. that's even better too, instead of like a profile picture, like you're on a 
quarter or something. You don't want that. Right. Okay. Okay. This is, these are really good. Good tips. Um, okay. Oh, great. You want to know, you don't want to know a secret thing. A lot of people don't know. Sure. Okay. You can rename your Facebook page and your personal profile to whatever you want. Oh, really? Yeah. It comes standard, but you can rename it. Like mine's hello, Jen Campbell. Mm-hmm. So you know, if you're coming across, dude, there are so many Jen Campbells out there. My parents named me Jennifer, like everyone else did in the seventies, but mm-hmm. you know, most common name before. And I know a lot of, you know, my cousins a Jessica, there's a bazillion other Jessicas, mm-hmm. or there might be Ashley's and it's like, oh my gosh, how many Ashley, whatever's are there out there? But you know, it's hello, Jen Campbell and mm-hmm. all of my social media things. I've changed them all to Jen Campbell teaches. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So it's not, it's, it's, it's great as, you know, an artist, because you're the same name. And this is the other thing. What are you going to call yourself? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So are you Jesse? Are you Jessica? Are you Jay? Mm-hmm. You know, are you JL? Whatever it is, mm-hmm. it needs to be the same. And it needs to be the same on every single social media platform. Mm-hmm. When you mm-hmm. sign your paintings, when you have a press le- release about the art you're doing, you're branding yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it helps with SEO, research engine optimization on Google. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And how important is it for artists to have a website these days? Would you say? Oh my gosh. People will go back and forth and like, you don't need one. You can use social media. That's not true. Mm-hmm. You need to have it not only for search engine ops optimization, but you want a place that you own mm-hmm. that you can control. You can mm-hmm. control your own little piece of the internet, how you're coming across and your um, content. Mm-hmm. Because at any given time, someone can shut down. They can, um, take away all of your pictures or anything like that. I don't know if you've ever been in, they call it like Facebook gel, or if you know someone who's had their profile removed. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely personal page. You use your personal page to be able to promote your business Mm -hmm. and not your business page. You can cross post. Um, They can shut it down. Mm -hmm. They can take every single thing off of there. And you know, I'm a a Facebook community manager and you can't stop it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I have a friend. Um, and you know, this can happen anywhere, but he had, he was hacked and it was like the week of his solo exhibition ah. and he was hacked his Instagram and, um, somebody was posting like, um, these spammy, like, invested oh, yes. and like, he was having his first big solo show in a gallery in New York that week. Oh my and gosh. He was locked out of his Instagram account for like weeks and yes. double and authentication like, too double authentication. Mm-hmm. So you can set it up to make sure that, um, it verifies that it's you on any platform for one and, t- and you can have your Facebook and Instagram linked, but mm-hmm. make sure that it's a different, um, password than any other thing that you use. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the two other things and you can have it set up with biometric, but that happened with our business and they, and on our fa- business Facebook page, and they ran up a whole bunch of money oh my in, in ads, Oh my goodness. you know? Wow. And it was under my husband's account because he had, he didn't have double authentication. Oh, yes. It'll hit my bank account though. So, yeah, yeah. That's really important. Like my, um, my mailing list was hacked, um, a couple of years ago and that was really upsetting because that's oh, like yeah. the lifeblood. I don't know. That's the lifeblood of my business is like my mailing well, list. Yes. And, and um, you need, you need a website to run that through and every absolutely. artist should have a newsletter and something that's going out to connect with people. Exactly. Yes. So you do have to have all these things set up. Mm -hmm. um, If you're really going to, if you're really serious about building your brand as an artist, I think that's something that holds a lot of artists back is like this idea that they're going to have a gallery and the gallery is going to do everything for them. They don't want to even like 
look at promoting themselves because they think it's all the gallery's job and none of this is my job. My job is just to make something. And um, how, do and galleries, how, how do galleries promote you as an artist? Well, it's frustrating for me to hear this from artists because even the artists who do work with big galleries, a lot of the times they say, um, you know, it's, it's not really enough to live on, you know, um, like you may get a show once every two years. Um, but this well, is why they, they'll book a show mm -hmm. and they'll sell your art because mm -hmm. they know, like, and trust you. Yeah. And more importantly, you've got a story. Mm -hmm. So when they're trying to sell your, your art to someone mm -hmm. who comes in, Mm -hmm. you know, they might size up the person and say, okay, what are you looking for or whatever? And they'll be like, oh my gosh, mm -hmm. you need to buy this picture of the trees from Jessica. She mm -hmm. focuses on realism because she wants to be able to capture nature because of the way that she connects it, connects mm -hmm. to it. And this is a little bit about her story and who she is. Mm -hmm. And if you provide the gallery with your bio mm -hmm. and that same bio is con consistent across all your social media platforms mm -hmm. and on your website, because it says who you are. Mm -hmm that helps your personal brand. It helps them sell you. Absolutely. It helps. Yeah. It absolutely helps to enforce that. And a lot of artists say, well, it's either like I need to sell my work and, and do all this personal branding stuff and, um, and build my mailing list, or I need to just work with galleries and not worry about this. But I say you can do it both and they help yes. each other. Yes. Yeah. They help each other because if you have yeah. um, somebody who's potentially interested in your work mm -hmm. and then they see you online, your presence online, they get to know mm -hmm. you online. Mm -hmm. Then they see, oh, she's having a show at this gallery. I'm going to go there. I already know, like, and trust her. Then yes. they see at the gallery, oh, they, she has this stamp of approval from this gallery. She's like a big deal. Now yeah. I'm going to buy something, you know, so you work right. in tandem. Um, and then, and then if you look at who the people are that buy your art. Mm -hmm. if they love you as an artist. They're going to refer you to their friends. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to be like, oh my gosh, I have this original piece of art yeah. and this is who created it. And this is why you need to have it. And I, I, why not? And yeah, this is, here's something that you haven't considered. You can get paid for other things. You can be sponsored. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's what a lot of people don't even realize. Like it's not either, or it's, and, mm -hmm. and there are other ways that you can, you can make even more money and you could speaking engagements, uh, right. mm -hmm. teaching, um, uh, commissioning like certain pieces for uh, rights for an advertising campaign. I mean, there's all sorts of different things that you can do to be able to build that income and you're not limited by it. Oh, here's the other thing that I forgot to mention. You want The other reason why you want your own website is because there are certain uh, plugins for websites like Shopify or WooCommerce, which are the two largest ones that integrate automatically with social media. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Facebook and Instagram so that you can sell directly through those social media platforms on your website. And a reason to sell on your own website versus a gallery is you don't have to pay a commission. You get to keep that profit. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And you, again, you don't, it doesn't have to be either, or you can work it out with the gallery so yes. that like, um, you know, they sell certain pieces, you sell other pieces, you know, mm -hmm. you don't have to <clears throat> sign your life away to the gallery, but you don't have to totally reject the gallery system either. Um, no. so if they can... sell it faster, mm -hmm. it puts more money in both of your pockets. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So even yeah. if, they, if they were to sell out, you have a show and you sell 50% of your art, that mm -hmm. money goes in your pocket a whole heck of a lot faster to allow you the more time to be able to create it. So yeah. that's like a whole other conversation about like how you price your, right. your market or whatever. That's right. a whole other thing.
Yeah, so these are really great tips. Um, is there anything else you wanted to share with us about um, branding or maybe like visual branding for an artist that might be important? Like color? Video content. Okay. Video content. Okay, yeah. so they're gonna connect with you as a person in your personal brand, every single platform, mm -hmm. including and especially YouTube. Short form video content, which are the reels, the TikToks, the um, YouTube videos, um, they want you to make the videos. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you can do things to be able to connect with, okay, this is a day in my life as an artist. This is me creating mm -hmm. this piece. This is what I love about this piece. This is who I am. Um, the more that they get to know you as a person and your story, they're going to be more likely to buy it. But not mm -hmm. only that, it's going to help prioritize it in the algorithms on all those social media platforms. Mm -hmm. So it'll show it to more people. Exactly. The more people who see it, the more people who can follow you. And the beautiful thing about TikTok, they don't have to be your current followers to be able to see you. Mm, yeah. Same thing with the YouTube shorts that they have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, you know, I don't have, I'm not big on YouTube, which is, it's a really good idea to be because it's owned by Google, which helps with a search engine. But um, I had like three followers mm -hmm. because I, I don't really use my channel. Mm -hmm. I put up a real or, or a, a YouTube short, you know, a little 15 second video and I got 3,250 views. Wow. Right. So, I mean, you know, an Instagram post where I don't have very many followers either. I have more than three, but, uh, they don't, um, not everyone even sees it. Mm -hmm. So if you've got a hundred people that are following you, maybe five will see it in their feed mm -hmm. and that's it. Mm -hmm. And so it's not just the hashtags that like, say the content and what people interact with, they want to see the video content. Right. Okay. Yeah. This is really good. What um, if, what if you're, you're the best person no one's heard of. So the more people that hear about you, mm -hmm. the more people who can buy whatever it is you're selling. Mm -hmm. And I also want to say that, you know, if you're an artist and you're like, well, I don't, you know, I don't know if I can make all this high quality video content and social media content. And cause I'm busy creating my work. No, you can, you can actually, um, you can, there's Facebook groups where you can find yes. um, photographers who are just trying to build their portfolio mm -hmm. and they will like photograph you for free mm -hmm. um, or like um, some sort of like a trade, like maybe an artwork trade or um, maybe like modeling for them um, yes. in some way. And, or, or just saying like, I'm an artist. I have a really cool studio. If you want to build your portfolio for something like that, I would love to work with you. And, you know, you may have to like work with a couple different photographers until you find somebody you're comfortable with. Mm -hmm. um, but most of them are like happy to build their portfolio, especially, you know, young up and coming um, uh, photographers. And so you don't have to have like this huge marketing budget. No, no. There's a lot of things that you can do by yourself. There's apps that you can use on your phone. I don't have, um, I, uh, influence influencers. Mm -hmm. So most of my friends have Facebook communities of anywhere from 10,000 to a million people in them. Wow. They have Instagram followings. Uh, one of my clients had, uh, 45,000 Instagram followers and I helped her grow it to 85,000 in three months. Wow. They're, um, but they, um, I don't, I have a small personal network, mm -hmm. but the people that I network with are connected everywhere in all sorts of different industries. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to know everyone mm -hmm. and be known, known by everyone mm -hmm. to make a difference and to be able to um, have a strong personal brand. Right, right. And what do you think about like the pressure for artists to like, or anyone really to be on all the social media networks? No, no you don't. No okay. one should. There's okay. nine. 
like there's nine of them. There's even more that they create all the time, but there are nine really popular ones. Mm -hmm. And that, that's part of what I do as a personal brand strategist is say, okay, who are you? Mm -hmm. you know, what, what's your Who's your ideal client or customer? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I know that, and I've done all sorts of research about demographics and everything like that. Mm -hmm. So I can say, this is where they're hanging out. Mm, you yeah. might like Instagram because you're an artist and you've got the eye to be able to take photos, but they're on Facebook, right? Because they're a female. Well, that's, mm -hmm. Yeah. Or LinkedIn, you know, they're, they're, um, you know, 40 to 60 years old and they're mm -hmm. affluent and they live in, um, you know, a certain type of community and, mm -hmm. and and you can target ads towards those people, but being connected and showing up where they're at is the best way to do it. Yeah. You can do it oh, organically without paying for it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's perfect. Thank you so much, Jen. Amazing. Hey, thank um, you. Yeah. Anything, anything else you'd like to share with us today or leave us with, um, with your amazing wisdom? Well, I have, um, a personal brand values template that mm -hmm. I'm, I'm offering to everyone as a little freebie. So people can go to jencampbell.com slash freebie mm -hmm. and uh, they can, uh, it will sign them up for my newsletter so that they can get little tips and tricks every week. But it's uh, like a fill in the blank Mad Libs type mm -hmm. form where they can really define who they are in their personal brand. And that's mm -hmm. the number one way that I recommend people start. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is that um, your story matters. Mm -hmm. Who you are as a person Mm -hmm. is the most valuable asset that you have in whatever you're doing in life and in your business. Yeah. And I would just encourage brand you before others do. Mm -hmm. You have the power to control that narrative mm -hmm. and um, how pe other people see you. Yes. I love it. I love it. And, and we believe in you. Jen believes in you. I Heck believe yeah. in you. You can Heck feel yeah. the energy. <laughs> Heck yeah. Heck yeah. And so, I mean, and if anyone needs, like I, I'm a fantastic cheerleader. So if they want to reach out to me on, on Facebook or any social media platform at Jen Campbell teaches or hello, Jen Campbell, dude, I always need more friends. Mm -hmm. You know, Amazing. I, yes. I like to surround myself with people that are uplifting and inspiring mm -hmm. and the, that are positive. Yeah. Oh, I love it. That's because you are uplifting and inspiring and positive. Well, thank um, you. I yeah. appreciate that. And we're going to link everything, all your info in the show notes so people can find you and um, sign up for her freebie. And um, yeah, I hope that this Wonderful. was like really illuminating and inspiring to you today. I She gave such amazing, um, Jen gave such amazing um, actionable tips for you today for how to help to brand yourself in a more professional way as an artist and um, kind of more to think from the end, like where your collector is hanging out instead of like, where do you like to hang out? So um, yeah, this was really, really great. So thank you so much, Jen. I so appreciate it. Thank you so much, Jessica, for having me here. I really appreciate you and what you do. Oh, thank you. Have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Inspired Painter podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would so appreciate you leaving a five-star review with your experience. This helps other people discover the podcast who might be encouraged by it as well. And if you are interested in booking a coaching call with me to create a plan for your art career and overcome limits that may be holding you back, please visit the link in the show notes or send me a DM on Instagram at Jessica Libor Studio. I can't wait to hear from you. Until next time, stay inspired.